Hey, it's the DM Clark. Thanks for inviting me to your bonfire. I hope you don't mind I brought my guitar, which I barely know how to play. Anyway, previously on the Legion of Renob, this D&D podcast, our boys got in a mess with a guy named Toretti, a big ol' street shark. They eventually killed the guy and found out that the shrine was in the city that's trying to bring back nature to the desert. So they all escaped to a boat, got a long rest, and waited for things to cool down, and now they found the shrine in the ocean, in a tower long forgotten by time. This is the Legion of Red Ops Season 3, Episode 23, the finale of the Perilous Port Arc. This one's a little bit less goofy, and a little bit more exposition-y, but we do the plot in order to get the goofs on, so anyway, here's Wonderwall. guess that that might be where the shrine is located? It's a good guess. Mostly around the area, most of this place is pretty far gone into the ocean itself. There's some coral fixtures on the side of the fort. The only sort of area that looks to be accessible is this wooden door that's connected to the fort tower. Mm. Am I making a good mental picture, guys? Do you sort of get what I'm saying? (laughs) Okay. Oh, uh, Chris was looking up furries on his phone so he can get a mental picture of that. So Chris is like one scene behind. You'd be surprised what you get when you type in cat man. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I wouldn't be surprised. That'd be, that's not a picture. (laughs) What'd you you Google? This one was half man, half cat. Oh, I Can you Google just straight up like Cramwell the cat cat, Cramwell the furry? Cramble the Hedgehog? Well, see, I, I recently Googled cat person anime, and you get quite a bit of porn. So are there Wow, any, really? Uh, with, like, windows or anything on this tower, or is it just, like, the door and the door only? It does have arrow slits. Okay, I'll go and take a, a peep into one of those. <laughs> okay. It's, it's sort of hard to tell, uh, but the inside of this place does not look like it's been touched by the ocean mm. at all. Almost entirely intact. Alright, I think I'll uh, go up and surface and get the boys. Alright. As expected, uh, yeah, there's some magic shit down there in the ocean. I don't think we'll need uh, no uh, breathing apparatus. Ooh! Did you find Catlantis? I sure. slap him so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I put the leash back on him. <laughs> I really appreciate that pun. I love it. Um, how so? Is there like air, air down there or something? I think it's a big tower that's filled with air. It doesn't look like it's got any mold or fungus or you know seaweed or algae on it or nothing. Well, that sounds like a plan. Um, so we diving back in. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, all right. I I dive in and uh, uh, can I? All right, let me. Can I ask this out of character because I don't know how yes. to say it in character? Yeah. Uh, if I dive into this with my playmail, can my pirates of the Caribbean it and just walk into the door? Uh, I think that's up to DM. I don't think. Yes. Ooh, that was a pain in the ass. All right, I do that then. <laughs> uh, Spike will jump in with him. I put on <laughs> now, now that we know heavy people can get in. <laughs> I put Spike on Spike sinks like instantly. <laughs> I put on my heavy boots. <laughs> Just kidding, I don't have any. <laughs> when I make my way down there, right meow. <laughs> no, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> okay, you guys go down there, right meow. And uh, 
I'm going to need swim checks from both Cramwell and Muffins. What is a swim check? Is that athletics? Okay, so it's I get a athletics. 16. I have a plus zero athletic with my booze addiction. Yo, me 16. too! <laughs> Except mine is not trying in gym class. I got a four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a 16. Muffins. Uh, cats don't really like water. <laughs> no. But for the sake of time, I'm going to say through enough swim checks, you do eventually get to where they're at. He drowns sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I'm not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, Murdar, you sink uh, Pirates of the Caribbean style to the very bottom of this tower structure, and you are well within view of this wooden door. Are you going to attempt to open it? Yeah, fuck it. Okay. Actually, Roll me an athletics. Oh, yeah. I made sure I wouldn't do it anymore. No. <laughs> Alright. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. 11. Okay. This <clears throat> shit is sturdy. It is not like, lifting to uh, your budging. Yes. It's, it's well, barely like, moving. Like, I like my women. <laughs> Sturdy like a door. Uh, okay. Sturdy like ox. Okay. You guys, the oxygen is fading quick. Uh, Wait, what? What you gonna do here, Murdar? Are you gonna try again? Uh, I have a better plan, if you'll allow it, because it's kind of cool. Uh, uh, sure. I thunder wave the door. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just, I'll allow it. It's just force damage, so fuck it. Okay, um, roll me damage. Okay. It's an inanimate object. <laughs> What's its AC? <laughs> How's it looking? <laughs> it looks like a door, as a matter of fact. Yes. Fourteen damage. This door with that damage just burst like, off its hinges, and it, it starts to, like, move downwards, but it's instead, uh, like, it moves downwards for a split second down into, like, the tower area, but instead it looks to be forcibly pushed back and starts floating to the surface instead. And now you see inside, and inside there is a glowing shrine. Oh, hey, that was easy. Oh, there's the boss. Where's the boss battle? I'm hoping, hoping it's the dead whale. It's a mechanic. Yeah, we already fleet. killed it. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I'm, that's <laughs> my actual thinking. <laughs> Though this was assumably above land at some point, so maybe it was really easy to kill because it was just a whale lying on the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Peach whale. <laughs> so we, that, so that Teddy guy acted like he was all tough, and he just found this robot unable to move, struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm entering. Yeah. Muffins, you enter into the building and you find your feet on solid, undiagonal ground almost instantly as you enter. Undiagonal, so straight. Sweet, yeah. sweet, undiagonal ground! And I fall yeah, and start and kissing it. You're also completely dry. Oh, man. Like my clothes aren't even dripping anymore? Yes. Wow. That's a Your clothes are dripping, and as soon as you enter in this, everyone notices you find yourself essentially standing, like almost instantaneously, like gravity righted you. Okay. That was weird. Muffins, I'm glad you made it. I was worried you'd be up there all alone. Oh, jeez. Oh, (laughs) jeez. God damn. How do you keep getting these? <laughs> hey, uh, cleric boy, why don't you uh, do some uh, detect magic? I'm gonna use some dispel magic. <laughs> we don't even know if there is magic. <laughs> Gravity gets oh, through. Water. <laughs> oh, yeah. water floods in the room. <laughs> the gonna... floor becomes <laughs> diagonal again. Oh no! I'm gonna use detect magic. Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm you find room. magic. <laughs> this this shit is very, very magical. Yeah, I'm gonna cast it as a ritual not to use my spell slide. <laughs> I want like, can you detect, can you like, um, not detect magic, but, uh, 
with Dispel Magic. Can you, like, do that on something ridiculously powerful? Like, if you find a red dragon, Dispel Magic, okay, it's not magic anymore. <laughs> I think they're fire-breathing's, like, part oh, of their body. Natural. natural yeah. uh, they also have, I think some of them have spell casting. You can, <laughs> for the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object that there's magic. It, and you learn at School of Magic, if any. This spell can penetrate most barriers, but it's blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, and a thin sheet of lead. Or 30 feet of wood or dirt. I'm sorry, 3 feet of wood or dirt. That's still a lot of wood or dirt either way. <laughs> so, uh, do I smell any auras? Do you smell any dwarves? No, you smell zero dwarves. No, auras. What? Auras? Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, what a yeah. stupid... <laughs> Detect dwarves. <laughs> smell. Yes, does, there are dwarves here. Something doesn't smell like dwarves in here. So, there's a massive, massive green and purple aura coming off the shrine, and it's sort of lightly around the entire area you're in. You can tell that the green aura is the more predominant one here, but the purple aura is... Uh, encasing the shrine almost completely. Boys, I know these shrines are magic, but this shrine is magic. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, you know what? I'm stupid. I'm gonna go up and touch it. (laughs) I I rub the aura. Stroke it. I'll just do the thing. So we all getting in the thing? What thing? Claim the the shrine thing. Oh, claim it for... Your beautiful goddess Melora. Yes, I, I, I lay a soft yet subtle kiss on the shrine. Ew. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure that's not okay. how you're supposed to claim it. With a little tongue. <laughs> well, I did. Uh, so everyone's in the room now, though, correct? Yes. Or are we waiting, like, outside? I'm in. Everybody's well, no one is outside. I am not drowning. That's not happening. I didn't forget to say I wasn't in the room. I am in the fucking room, breathing air. Spike okay. is rusting outside. Is everyone clear on that? Uh, actually, you're gonna say it in time. You drown and die. Actually, it's chlorine gas. But <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry, Chris. Uh, we're just gonna strike you by lightning later. You, you don't have to tell me you're still wearing metal armor. I'll know. Warning: This is lightning um, tower. Home to the lightning, the famous mid-ocean lightning. (laughs) (laughs) So, in lieu of the poem I wrote, (laughs) Cramwell kisses the shrine. The shrine is fine, it needs divine. How does he do it? (laughs) I have no idea. The purple aura, Cramwell, and you're sort of still seeing this. Um, will, the purple aura around the shrine just completely dissipates. Alright, boys, I've done it. There's no more magic. Good job. <laughs> can I, like, sense magic? You can... Like, most of you have, like, an idea of what arcane magic feels well, like. Yeah, I like I can cast it. So can I call bullshit on him even, like, dispelling it all because it feels like he has not done so? No, I didn't say what he was doing. No, you just said that you, there's no more magic. Oh, oh yeah, okay, okay yeah, yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. So, yeah, no, there's not no more magic, there's a lot of more magic. Okay. Cramwell, you fool, there's a shit ton more magic, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, I was only a cleric, what qualifications do I have? <laughs> <laughs> so... So, so this purple magic, uh, this purple aura does dissipate around the shrine, and the entire room is encased, as you saw before, with this sturdy green light that's constantly pulsating from the shrine. It happened uh, before, and it's happening again. Instead of the sort of vines coming back to life in this room, the whole earth below you is shaking violently. Oh no, it's turning diagonal! You guys aren't actually feeling anything, but you can see this happening. The view changes slightly and then dramatically all at once as the entire stone fort is lifted out of the ocean and slowly elevated until the ocean is now more and more below you as the fort does get put on a cliffside. 
Looks like and we're going to have to jump. <laughs> <laughs> While that is happening, you can see the dock, which was built upon the midsection of this fort. The boats on the dock are all tumbling onto the rest of the fort. The fort within the fort was obviously not built to accommodate the sudden shifting in Earth. Jeez, so- poor city planning, am I right? <laughs> you should always plan for tectonic shifting above the Earth. <laughs> and the fort itself, you can see around it, uh, as, as the tower is the highest structure, you can see around it, the outside, the desert portion of the fort is turning into a sort of beachy, palm tree-covered jungle paradise as everything suddenly gets topsy-turvy. And that does happen, and you are successful. You have awakened another shrine, boys. Wow, no boss battle oh, this time. Oh, not a dungeon, huh? <clears throat> oh, wait. Nope. Uh, also, I put, I put on my, uh, I, I take my moose helmet off and put back in my terrasque helmet. It feels weird. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I assume it smells like anchovies. I think my nostrils are burned off, so I'm fine. Has it hour oh, passed yeah. yet? Yeah, uh, not yet. Since I disguised myself. No, you're still a cat, man. Please All don't. Right. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. <laughs> and Cramwell, you feel a sudden surge of magical energy flowing through you. As this shrine does awaken, and being the one who kissed it on the tongue, (laughs) (laughs) you do receive the benefits of the shrine. We'll get to that in a moment. Are the benefits of a cat (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, you are now stuck in this form. Man, you should have been enlarged or something, or bark skin, but now You return into the prime form of yourself, the greatest you have ever been. You will be back for eternity. (laughs) It's the cat, but drunker. (laughs) This room was mostly empty, sans a few barrels, and a single large red fabric. The red fabric itself does move slightly, and you are all found face-to-face with a sort of skeletal robot wearing this, looks like a, sa- a red sailcloth. Ah, oh, there's the boss. <laughs> Hold on, he might be a good guy. <laughs> it's rickety. It's not really working very well, uh, as you can tell. This, this thing uh, has deteriorated. Unlike the shrine's room, this thing is decomposing. Uh, but it looks at you all, and... Through Don't its worry, eyes. I see skeleton. Nah. Where are you going? <laughs> Who are you? Skeletor. <laughs> That's not this season. That's last season. Or two seasons ago. I assume they all speak Fuck, how many seasons has it been? Okay. Um, it doesn't actually say anything. But through its eyes, it projects a bright light onto the ceiling. And this bright light does last a brief moment. And you can all see... A projection appear before you. It's almost as if you are no longer in this room, standing on nothing. There's nothing but you, the shrine, and this skeletal figure. During that time, you see a few things. So, would you say we're on an island in the heavens? No, I don't, don't know what answer that. <laughs> Everyone shut up. I'm just sitting with that plan. can't even say it. No. Can we say something? Yes. Now, was a skeleton born on this island in the heavens? Is he trying to no, save Bobby. the flower from evil deterioration? No, Bobby! <laughs> I didn't do another Pumpkin Hill thing. That was season one. <laughs> oh, so. No. <laughs> the master so, could be here? <laughs> You guys see you see a bunch of Im- images that seem to last forever and all at once. Uh, the first thing you do see is you see a bunch of sprouts. You're standing in a field and you see you see the magical gnome Max and his apprentice and you see them sowing the seeds with a bunch of townspeople from Goodberry. And it looks like they're turning into tiny berry bushes. Uh, Max looks very proud of himself, uh, but uh, everyone sort of rolls his eyes at how proud he is because it's very shtick. And that scene does pass. 
And then you see a scene which uh, might be kind of reminiscent to three out of four of you of Solaris. <laughs> uh, you see Arnold falling with the bridge, and then you see time pass as this bridge remains completely broken, straining the people of Solaris from the exit of the city and the sea of poop that's in between them and any sort of trade route that they did have. Boys, remember when we did that? That was funny. Wait, what? We were there? <laughs> <laughs> and you see time pass as eventually they do build a bridge and where they build a relationship bridge as you see uh, Solel and Ramira get together and make... And sister, sister. <laughs> yeah. The Twitches. Yeah, please refer to them by their real names. Tia, um, Tia and Tamara. Tia and Tamara. Okay. So you see Tia and Tamara uh, reforge their bond once again. Ooh, this might actually a pure be a hatred problem. of the people who destroyed the bridge. And uh, you notice that... put my moose helmet back on real like... <laughs> Can I roll for see- how quickly I put that moose helmet back on? <laughs> no, it- no, you're fine. And you see this happen, and then you see that um, as soon as the bridge is eventually repaired, you see the repair job is horrible. The logs that were on this big wooden bridge, what we say, Mario Kart? From Donkey yeah. Kong 64 level. Yeah, it's a lot like that Mario Kart one. You see that the logs have been mostly destroyed, and those were the only logs that they had that were big enough to repair this bridge. So they made a lot of shortcuts, but the first thing they did as the bridge was repaired, you see uh, a pilgrimage of robot soldiers and just anything robotic being cast out of the city. All thanks to one very dickish robot man. Yeah, uh, for those of you listening nearly... at home, this isn't quite canon to my farthest story. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same to me. Oh, real talk, Winston. Do you have any problem with this? No, I don't, I don't care. It's not like he's always going to swing back around. Probably not. <laughs> he says between tears. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so... That does pass. You see something different. I'm going to need an Arcana check from two of you. So roll that now. I'm magic. My Arcana's minus two. I have plus seven. (laughs) I I got a 23. Uh, 13. I can't swim, but I can think. How much was it, Chris? 13. 13. Okay. Alright, so you see another pilgrimage happening along the desert as the moon does fell. Uh, you oh my see... god, the moon's falling! <laughs> or is that a play on words? Mm. Chris, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you see, um, both of you recognize these creatures. Uh, they are tentac- tentacular, sort of purple uh, humanoids. With large craniums, I know these assholes. Purple robes. They were the ones that were always in those sex brothels. They <laughs> called themselves. <laughs> they were. They used their tentacles for things you don't even want to know about. Let me tell you. How do you know about sex <laughs> brothels? <laughs> uh, <laughs> book. <laughs> Those so, sex brothels. <laughs> <laughs> not like the other so, brothels. Not like the non-sex brothels. I go to the soda pop brothels. <laughs> so you see these creatures, <laughs> please, boys. <laughs> you, you see these creatures walking along the desert at night, and you catch a glimpse of one leading the pack. Muffins, with that arcana check, you do recognize it. These are mind flayers, and the one at the front has much longer tentacles, and is radiating positively psionic energy. Actually, this is canon. I wasn't too far off. This is known as an Alahoon. Yeah, you're not wrong. Mm. Except you wouldn't know that about that brothel thing. So, well, I mean, maybe it wasn't a book. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe it is in that book. Yeah, who knows? You we're given that book by Sherry. Oh, fucking Sherry. What a yeah, piece remember? Of, did you read what a, that? What a piece of half-human garbage. Let me tell you. She's like... Like, that statement was 100% inaccurate because she's not half-human. We've been over this. Why is she garbage? <laughs> I guess that's a matter of opinion. Where, anyway. is, where is Sherry right now? Does she come with us? I think she's still on the ship. <laughs> Her and Grantham are now best friends. <laughs> she's actually in the room with you. Sherry? Don't do Yes. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Ooh, you snuck up on me with your roguish ways. <laughs> so, I, uh, uh, Muffins, you recognize this front creature as an Alahoon, which you only vaguely know about with even that good for our counted check. I will tell you more about Alahoons later, but essentially they're big bad boys of the Mind Flayers when they do eventually decide to leave, leave the Great Mind which is their sort of hive minds. Okay. Okay. That creature does look in the direction of you boys, and then the illusion does fade, and you see one last sight. You're in a castle, and this castle is surrounded by these sort of skeletal, robotic Man, uh, yes. warriors, and you see the massive hulking bodyguard of the demi lich, as the floating skull itself is floating upon a very worn, mechanical-looking throne, looking into a scrying tub, as she watches the very city you're in lifted out of the ocean. A reaction occurs while she does this. The skull starts to grow a spine almost simultaneously as the fort is lifted out. And you see these two things happen in tandem. And she's like, well, I guess it's time to step up our game. And that scene does fade. Is the demi a woman? Finally, you're back in the room you were in. The skeletal robot, it says... Find Rotary. And then promptly dies as the very last flicker of power leaves its eyes. So you win. Good job. <laughs> nice. Now we have to invent the telephone. Hey y'all, it's me, Sherry! I'm just here to do this week's ad spot because the last guy is off in some dungeon or some... I don't know. I'm also here because I know one of the players just loves hearing my voice all day. Anyway, we're doing a small little a tidbit of an ad spot here for our friends at the Steam Rollers Adventure Podcast. Take a listen to them. A body falls past the window. Whatever. <laughs> and you put, put it down and you feel like shaky all over. Both your hands are well, covered. Immediately what? peg him as a cogman. So we've known each other for years. It's Sumeshi. One of the knives is missing from a garter hilt because it is being pressed to your throat. Damn. We had a... Oh my god. <laughs> so you and took he, money from him, huh? He, he, we he, talked he, about this earlier. Innocently <laughs> attacked by the forces of the American Confederation. <laughs> <laughs> are you constantly checking for traps? <laughs> the Steamrollers at Adventure Podcast is available at rigstories.com or on iTunes. You can also get it at Stitcher and Google Play. And that was the Steam Rollers Adventure Podcast little ad spot here. Sounds like these guys get along a lot and they don't hate each other behind their backs. Or in front of their backs. Wouldn't that be a nice welcome change to my own life? Anyway, that is at www.steamrollersadventurepodcast.lib syn.com Go ahead and give them a listen and we'd really appreciate it. Alright, well we're getting right back into the show here. I don't think they've noticed I've been in the room the whole time yet, but I don't think they'll care either. Okay, well I hope y'all have a good day. Bye. What's the plan here? 
You are currently on a tower in a fort that has been lifted out of the ocean. Is there any way I can roll to see if I have any clue about what he was talking about with the rotary? I I would say yes and just let you do it, but no. You have no idea. Was there a play- uh, it, it would you would have failed that roll regardless. You have no idea. Is there is there or is there not a bad guy for us to fight in here? Are they all illusions? <laughs> no. That that was the last bad guy. <laughs> the dreams. <laughs> Mark Wolver, take it down us. You do see one last thing as the final light flickers. As the shrine does this grand expansion of greenery, one last pulse ripples through and you are all close enough to feel it. I'm going to need a constitution saving throw and an arcana check from everyone. So tell me the constitution first and then the arcana. My constitution is a hot number five. (laughs) And my arcana is a 14. I have a six on constitution and a... 18 on Arcana, so at least I know what's about to kill me. <laughs> I got an uh, 18 in Constitution and a 10 in Arcana. Okay. 16 Constitution, 11 Arcana. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> Muffins. Some of you are wounded, some of you know what's going on. <laughs> None of you Muffins, <laughs> uh, Muffins, Murdar, and Cramwell, and Sherry, all of you. See a brief flicker of the vision, but what you try and comprehend burns your brain. But it is horribly uncomfortable. It does not physically hurt you, but it's as the more you try and think about what you just saw, flash wise, you don't know. It's like eating ice cream too fast, but in reverse. And the ice cream eats you. It's like trying to imagine the last time I was happy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, fuck. Now, plick plug. You survive your constitution saving throw. And while your arcana check wasn't good, you see a grid. So, you saw this last flash of green light, and implanted in your brain, you saw something. You saw the weave. Do you want to know what the weave is there, Tony, or do you know what it is already? Come on, Chris. The weave is the... Yeah, it's like a penis, right? Yeah, it's like a penis. penis. like a giant penis. (laughs) It's where wizards get their magic. We're all spellcasters derive their magic from, essentially. You got it. So... You see all the different colors of the weave. You see beautiful purple light drawing into you and sort of moving inward and outward, um, moving from lines across the land. So essentially, imagine it's graph paper, except different colors overlaying each other. A a beautiful purple light is currently encompassing you, Plick Pluck. You see a shining white light uh, mixed in with a little bit of gray, sort of forming into Cramwell, you see a beautiful yellow light pouring into muffins, and finally you see a dark red light all around Murdar. <laughs> these lights, <laughs> these lights are not touching Sherry, but you see a beautiful, <laughs> you see a beautiful green glow. <laughs> encompassing the whole area around you, and these are lines are zigzagging everywhere around the room and moving outward into the desert. As you turn towards these moving lines, you see the desert is this dark purple cloud of energy. And turning off the shrine only push those lights a little bit farther in, as you do eventually see the green being pushed back by this purple. And you see all of that, and finally your vision clears, and you can see normally once again. How is this worse? (laughs) Can I figure out how I was blessed yet? Yeah, yeah, you can. So, (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) Carry on. So this is a bit of a fun one. Um, You can now 
use a spell, and I'll give you more information on it when I write it up in full writing, but one 5 by 5 square, you can have poppies erupt, and it casts a uh, sleep. Can you then sell the, the parts of the poppies, like rose petals? Does it work like so a like, cantrip? Like heroin? <laughs> there is, like there's a certain amount of... <laughs> There's a certain amount of uses you can use per day, but yes, it's essentially, it doesn't cost any spell slots to use. So I'm the Wicked Witch of the West now? Are you guys leaving this here stone slab? Sure. Wait, do we all get blessings, or was it just Cramwell because he kissed it? Just Cramwell this time. Okay, I didn't know if, like, the the light touching each of us was, like, the blessing. Whatever the light touches belongs to you. <laughs> oh, darn it, I'm kissing the next one. <laughs> no, that light was touching you because uh, you're all magical creatures. Uh, you all have magic in ones. you. It's it's all woven through you, and it is it is your ability to cast spells, essentially. Murdar has being in pink magic. <laughs> <laughs> what does yeah. the world look like a giant pink Junk. <laughs> <laughs> so, you boys. Wait, Muffins, do you want to grab those robot pieces? Could you use them for something? Um, Clark, can I? You could certainly try. Oh, so I'm putting guns on Spike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll sh- throw some of the, um, my, the robot parts in my backpack. Okay, you basically, you're shoving this entire skeletal robot in there. There is not much to him. Yes, and he prays. <laughs> yes. Well, I got a suggestion if anyone... I still have this here key. Anyone want to try and get some booty so does before anybody have any ideas? Does I, anybody have a, have any ideas? I, I have a suggestion. I'm going to use this key. <laughs> wow! I know, right? I just thought it all by myself. That sounds like a great idea. Thank you. Thank you, young boy. Young man. I, I think so, too. What? No, sure. Were you saying something? I didn't hear you. Where did we get this key, by the way? Oh, that, thanks, for holding, thanks for holding that for me, Sherry. I'll take it from here. Yeah, she, she does not give it to you. Mm, no. Can I uh, roll a check for that? Mm, no. <laughs> well, that's Jerry saying no, but you can certainly cry. Yeah, go ahead. Jerry, just give it back to him. Come on. <laughs> we get once you're a rogue, Fine. you just want to steal everything. But just give it back. <laughs> Twenty. Twenty-two. Oops. No, she didn't. <laughs> Let me no. take a picture of your fucking guys. No one here believes you. I mean, my sleight of hand's a pen, so <laughs> I can roll a pen and beat that roll. Sure, I guess we could stop on the way, Sherry. Let's, uh... We can also get that there ballista that that shark man had on his back and put it on the robot. That sounds cool. And then that'll work really well with these lasers I'll install from this robot skeleton. <laughs> I hope it does It sounds lasers. like we could grab the ballista off of that robot. <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah, that's about right. Let's go. <laughs> how how go? How we go? Uh, yeah, Sherry, we're floating about like you know four hundred feet off the ground right now. There there <laughs> are stairs if you want to like walk down. Um, I don't mean to be. Yeah, actually, I do, guys. We can go down the goddamn stairs, please. Someone. We could <laughs> rappel down. I've been called rappelling before. I thought this was it's floating. <laughs> you know what? It no. did. It didn't rise up above the ocean. It, it became rose up on, it became well, a cliff. Ah, like the land grows. Yes. Now I understand. Exactly. How far is our junk from this? Stairs seem perfectly reasonable. I agree. Um, well, we can here's, see that through the walls, right? The whole thing's like invisible. Here's my plan. Actually, no, you can't see through the walls anymore. Uh, it's now all uh, part of a stone tower. Okay. Well, my plan Never is let's then. take uh, you, me, and uh, Catman do over here and we can sneak in and grab the treasure while... Which one? While Robot <laughs> robot Dinosaur Man and Angry Moosehead or... I'm sorry, whatever your head is. I put the other helmet back on, you fool! I mean... I, I just mean, don't know, it's like a dragon or something. I don't fuck. Uh, you, have you read a book? <laughs> have you read... If you read a book, you know about sex brothels, you know about key plans, because mine was really smart. Or, se- <sighs> or key parties at sex brothels. Yes, just like that, Sherry. You're not very well read. 
No, no, Murdar, you don't understand. You can either be a reader or a writer. You don't have time to do both. <laughs> what? What if she? What if she can write but she can't read? Yeah, my, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, understanding my uh, class is half illiterate. <laughs> um, I'm I'm going if you guys want to come. So well, you have Sherry, fun. Sherry leaves through the door. Oh, oh yeah. I thought we were going to try uh, every lock in the neighborhood to see if the key worked anywhere. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Nope. If we split up, we might be able to find faster. <laughs> Cut the key in half. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I will go back to Toretti's body to get back that ballista. Gotcha. So you do do that. This city is fucking chaos right now. Whereas there was a bunch of battles going on, it seems that the street sharks have come back for round two. Jeez! Oh, <laughs> as soon as the fort rose out of the ocean, it also rose the street sharks' hiding spot out of the ocean. So the remaining street sharks are now going ham against these guards and soldiers all across town. It's pretty easy to do this, but I will need a stealth check from you and one at disadvantage for the robot. From Spike? Yes. Okay. Uh, unless are you are you bringing him with? Is the question. Oh boy. Okay, can so there's two ways you can spells? play. Can Spike cast spells? Because I I can ca- I can I can do that thing where I cast a spell on an object, hand it to someone, and then they can cast that spell. Oh, I think they have to be a player. I actually have no idea. I don't think they have to be a player. He can give them to NPCs and use those. Well, he has to be intelligent, at least. I don't think Spike's intelligence score is above, like, four. That's a fantastic question, Winston. Yeah, that's like giving, like, a a machine gun to, like, a turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Here you go, here you go, turtle. I could teach a turtle to use a machine gun. Like, have you seen those dog shows? They're crazy. (laughs) That's fine. Uh, so, I don't, so I don't okay. Enough to pursue let's let's this. I'll just, let's set a I'll plan out here, boys, because we can either run to try and get the ballista together, or we can try and sneak to grab the ballista. Either way, shut the fuck up, cat. Either way, no. Uh, you are, shut the fuck up, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> either way, you're fine to do it. Just having a plan of attack is best. And then once you do have the ballista, are you going to try and? get back to the the pink junk? <laughs> That's our boss, man. Or are you going to try and leave this city? We pirates the Caribbean won this. We find a boat, we kidnap the crew, and make them sail it for us. I'm ready to stop committing crimes for a little bit. <laughs> we, all right, how about this a lesser crime? We, we, we find a robot, we take you without permission, we say we'll bring it back here, but we do. Why don't we just walk out? Into the water? Into the land. Okay. We gotta get the Lista first, so let's just fucking get this thing. Just get the thing. Got it. Okay. Uh, is it going to be sneaky or is it going to be just run like hell? Should be a vote. Uh, um, that's between you two. The other three are going to be doing something separate. You have a preference? Uh, I'm not the sneakiest cat. Alright, run like hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so run like hell it is. I'm going to need... Athletics? Murdar, yeah, Murdar, you can give me athletics. Muffins, you're fine. Give me the now. Give me the give me the room. So how, how close the bad guys to, to me, the ballista, all that jazz. Okay, so it's a run. You can get to Toretti's body, but this whole city has been turned up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. So you will be. There will be distance between you. And the fighting people, and the street sharks, and the guards. Everything is just chaos right now, so you can attempt to take advantage of the chaos, grab the ballista, and run. Alright, that's my plan. I'll roll for the athletics. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, uh, muffins, you can get on Spike's back and roll oh, for yeah. athletics as well, if you'd like. I, I got a 20. Right. Wait for it. 5. Okay, I rolled a 26. <laughs> I'm sorry, you got stabbed to death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 17 and I think maybe a 19 oh, and he I'm also rolled an 18 too oh damn to yeah, I mean 20 did you see that it was 20 I don't yeah. know how to add up Spike stuff I'm sorry I'm sorry okay. he's a he's a strength uh, just add his strength if he doesn't have an athletic skill okay so yeah the 19 okay 
So you guys charge through the city. Um, you you fucking book it, and this place is just utter chaos. There's street sharks everywhere, and again, there's soldiers fighting tooth to tooth, nail to nail. But you do eventually get to Toretti's body. Looks like it's been eaten by street sharks. Oh, cannibals. That's gross. Yeah, they are gross. You are able to grab this ballista. You, you remain mostly unharassed throughout the entire city. Um, I'm going to roll some perception checks for some people and see who sees you. Ah, cat people everywhere. <laughs> Catman rising. Alright, boys. You do successfully get out of the city. Uh, you just charge through the fucking front door of this thing. And you hear a voice from the pyramids say, Have a nice day. It's that one guy from the entrance. <laughs> Alright, but you guys are running, and people are running like hell out of this city, so it's kind of easy to blend in with them despite the giant hulking rhinoceros triceratops robot. Okay, now on to the other folks. Stealth checks all around, boys. The boring half the team, am I right? The B squad. <laughs> B- <laughs> 25. 14. Alright. You. Uh, Cramwell, you make a shitty go of it. Um, no! But you. <laughs> I hope this never wears off. (laughs) (laughs) So, Cremwell, you are noticed by someone. Um, It is... It is, uh, fuck, Ramira. Tamara! Who is... We meet again! You are not here! (laughs) Luckily, I am still disguised. So... She looks at you, and she's like, Huh? She looks at a poster she has of your crew, and one of them is Cheesecake Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Cappuccino Wyoming? Yeah. (laughs) And she looks at, uh, she she looks at uh, Crepe Long Johnson, and uh, she looks back at you, and she shakes her head and keeps walking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> pluck, pluck, you saw this whole thing happen from a shadowy corner reactions <laughs> a, a shake of my head as well <laughs> I figured as much I begin to lick my paw <laughs> no. oh, oh, so you three do you uh, you, you <laughs> really all, kill himself <laughs> <laughs> you guys all I'll charge somewhere, and Sherry seems to have some idea where she's going because she's been scouting around the city the entire time you guys were waiting in the cell. So she's testing every door. <laughs> so that was my plan. <laughs> she doesn't do that. Uh, so she brings you to a warehouse-like building. Uh, she opens it up, and this place is just completely filled with random nonsense and cheese. And cheese. On one side of the warehouse, there's lots of cheese. But the other side, you have a lot of things that are actually worth money. Looks to be barrels of perfume, some revealing clothes, look to be from, like, belly dancers or something of that nature. A stack of money and gems, and a bunch of swords, pikes, long bows, that sort of thing. Did she use the key to get us in here, or was this place already unlocked, and we're going to see if there's a lock in here? She used the key to get you in here. There was a very large golden lock, of which had six different keyholes on it. She used the same key for all six keyholes, and it was fine. <laughs> Is this this world's lock? So, <laughs> money, money, then. Uh, okay. I'm going to open my, my zipper bag and start whistling the Globetrotter theme as <laughs> I shove stuff into it. <laughs> so... Uh, Cranmall just starts shoving random nonsense into the bag, including cheese. <laughs> Mostly cheese. <laughs> Who knows what this could be worth? Um, and Flick Pluck, what's your play here? Uh, what kind of lock are we talking about? Like a padlock, or like a built-in door lock, or like a 
portrait. It was a pretty through. hilariously. It was a pretty hilariously large lock. Um, but yeah, it was. It was just a door lock, one that you'd sort of see on a barn door. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So do we open this world to the heartless or close it off from them? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't know it's the heartless in there. Kingdom Hearts is light. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is light. <laughs> uh, pluck, Legion of Red Ob is not uh, can I just roll an investigation check to find, like, things of actual value? Yeah, so... Play pluck, roll me an investigation check. <laughs> you find a lot of cheese... <laughs> 20. Okay. 20 cheeses. Click, pluck. 20 wheels of cheese. Click, pluck. You no. pick a particularly dangerous looking dagger out. Uh, it's, it's, it's emboldened with a, a symbol that you've never seen before with a purple hilt. Um, and uh, as you pull this purple, this dagger out of this purple sheath, the thing is just positively dripping in some substance. And it's very noxious. Another thing you do find with that check is you find something that is familiar to you and you alone as it looks to be a case where a very large scroll was kept. Mm. I will take both. Yes, you take both. And a bunch more scrimshaw, you see a very valuable looking uh, like a shark's jaw bedazzled with gems. Um, you see a scarf, a bright purple scarf, um, which Sherry picks up, and on closer investigation, it's got a lot of blades within it. Some exotic-type weapon. That looks to be most of the valuable, sort of, potentially magic items that you can see. Bobby, you just keep shoving things in the bag. Can I, is there any way I could pocket that shark jaw? Just keep it with me? You can wear it around your neck. Okay, yeah, I can do that. Okay, because it's not really pocket, like, sized. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's everything, boys. Alright, so we're just gonna wrap it up here. You guys do get out of the city, and you meet up with Murdar and Muffins. And eventually you do make your way as far away from here as possible. And that was this arc, boys. Congratulations. Nice. How much cheese did you get? Uh, and that, that'll be the dramatic cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs>
Can one of you please make your next character a human bard named Fred that refuses to do anything more than convince and persuade others to do things for him, and obviously he makes the best traps. <laughs> I love it. Hashtag D&D, hashtag so Scooby-Doo. I, I also Damn. thought of something extra Damn. for this. He's a bard, right? So the music he plays is also trap. <laughs> God. I love and this it's, idea. And it's the worst. God, God damn it. Thank you for the pity. I love laugh this idea. Like, I thought it was good. We, sh we should do an exclusive episode where we just play as the No, Scooby just gang. Four, four, uh, four friends. They all kind of fuck each other over. <laughs> it's just a lot of them like pushing them to the other side of a doorway. Would you do it for a Freddy snack? <laughs> Eat my ass, God! They're all shaped like Daphne's. <laughs> it's like they're not even a party because they all, as soon as they see one another, suggest that they split up. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, you can't even well, have them in the same room. You go downstairs in that uh that that abandoned butcher store, <laughs> and I'll go with the girl. Where are the girls? <laughs> Just shrugs. <laughs> well, you go to that saw blade factory. <laughs> that seems like a good idea. I think we have another shout out uh, that Tony will be reading. Uh, this one comes from Nezo. He says, glad you enjoyed the pizza, the he Legion of Red Knob on Twitter.com. Uh, his question is, pineapple, yes or no? Yes. Also, uh, he, has he has a, a dwarf <laughs> accent ready dwarf for accent something rudder. that's happening in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sir Thought Hammer, which I'm sure is going to be a gas. So, pineapple, yes or no? That's the question. Oh, I see what you did here. You gave it to me because of the pizza. Okay. <laughs> you are made of pizza. Little known fact. I didn't. You uh, just have a guilty conscience. You know, I... I'm one of those people who thinks he likes pineapple on pizza, but whenever I get it on pineapple on pizza, it's like... You know, I wish I just went with a normal pizza. But I'll still order pineapple on pizza. I don't oh, know, no, it's a problem. Pizza's a no-go. Well, the thing is, I feel like if it's like one of those pizzas where I know it's not going to be the most traditional thing in the world, and it's like on a pizza buffet or something, I could do pineapple and ham. Hawaiian style pizza, but eh. Wow. I usually vouch for more. Are we supposed to say this much? <laughs> um, and Listen, I said no. Very I like cheese. Important part of my life. <laughs> He's made of pizza. <laughs> that Italian heritage. He came out of the womb with a slice of greasy cheese in his mouth. So yeah, the answer to your question is my answer is the same as Tony's, which is kind of a cop out, but. If I am offered a Hawaiian-style pizza, I'll eat the goddamn thing, but I probably won't order it, you know, if I have my choice of pizza. It's pretty good with jalapenos, actually. Anyway, next... <laughs> <laughs> well, Bobby, next Bobby, Bobby do you like pineapples on pizza? be 20 minutes in pizza. You know, it, it really makes me wonder if the Hawaiians themselves actually authorized pineapples this pizza. pizza. This is what they come for. <laughs> oh, it was... <laughs> like... Yeah, if my nationality would be a pizza, it would be pineapples and ham. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right to me. <laughs> that is, that's right. Yeah, this is a, a new new pizza straight out of uh, Florida. It's called uh, toothpaste and orange pizza. <laughs> Coming in. Oh God! I always like the stuff the Ninja Turtles had, like you know, peanut butter and jelly. Oh. Or, uh, I don't know, spinach and sardine. Ben Gay and Grandma's Ashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Canadian-style pizza. It's just a piece of bread with some ranch on it. It's real mild. <laughs> Ooh, spi a little spicy for me, eh? Boy, howdy. Oh, Ader could use some beef gravy, don't We have another shout-out. We're not going to the shout-out. It's all pineapples. <laughs> Are you already done talking about pineapple pizza for like two uh, seconds? No. Alright. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Chris has another shout out about oh. pineapples. Go ahead, yeah, Chris. Uh, Lynn Farrell says, I just finished talking about pineapples and I want to hear more about it. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I just finished season two and I'm going to do a little skip ahead to listen to this happy hundred everyone. Wait. Yeah. That is what it says. Happy 100, everyone. Uh, I just finished season two. I'm going to do a little skip ahead to listen to this. Happy 100, everyone. Yep. Oh, well, you know what? That's a good choice. The 100 episode is actually pretty solid, and uh, 
it's better than a lot of season three, so <laughs> have fun. You've made it Thanks this for- far. <laughs> Good job, Lynn Farrell. You know, just consider yourself caught up. Don't go back to season three. <laughs> Only listen to the one where we steal a pirate ship. That's the best episode. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby. Uh, I considered myself a Captain Barbosa in that episode. <laughs> this is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh no. Oh no. And Clark, I, do you want to get this next yeah, one? Yeah, I'm gonna get this next one. It's the talking <laughs> goddamn shit. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, this one goes from uh, Jesse. Well, my friend sent in for the 100th episode, so that means I gotta send something in. Like him, I have also listened to The Adventure Zone, and I per- also prefer yours. The story, characters, humor, and JoJo references are all some of the best I've heard, and your episodes <laughs> never fail to make me smile. The fact that you have so few listeners is a crime. <laughs> it's not that few. Hey, we, is that a JoJo we, reference? We don't know that. We do okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we do all right. Like, we, we can always use more, but we're not struggling. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need your handouts. <laughs> and you are by far my favorite podcast. Keep doing what you do best, which is everything. P.S. Lenny well, is my favorite. Jesse. Speaking. (laughs) Climbing the charts. Speaking of so few listeners, we have an announcement to make. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, I'm not. Speaking about how we're doing just fine. (laughs) I'm not done shouting out Jesse for saying that we're his favorite show and that I'm his favorite character. He needs more (laughs) airtime. Jesse, thank you for your support. We it is a crime how few JoJo references we make later. I think we have like a bunch when we and Tony <laughs> were watching JoJo like exclusively. So yes, it really dates the podcasts very tasteful. Yes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, so yeah, um, thank you for your support. And uh, speaking of things we were talking about and supporting. Uh, insert drum roll. Um, Not actual drum roll. This is the breakdown. This is the breakdown. This is the breakdown. Some. So we're announcing our brand new Legion of Rena Patreon. I deleted the airphone off my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the Legion of Renov has developed a secondary way to disappoint you. (laughs) Speaking of no listeners, we've we've been hammered by our fans every every other day, saying, "How can we support you? We love your show." Well, now we have an answer. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Legion of Renob. You can get bonus episodes. Tony Stash Season Two. Get a character named after you. Bobby will write rap about you. You can play video games with us, or even be on the show. Yeah, that, and many more. That that happens. You're gonna hear one person who's on the show maybe soon. Who knows? Maybe anything's possible. Yeah. All of this and more is available at patreon.com slash Legion of Renob. Give it a look and uh We uh, we've already received one dollar. <laughs> yeah, we have received one dollar. And let me let me tell you, if one dollar is all you can do, that's no problem. But if you want the dungeon mastering style of one me to hang out with you and your group of friends and fucking DM for you once a month? You wouldn't just spend one dollar on that. You would probably get to the Platinum Super Extra tier. (laughs) (laughs) They call it the Mile High Club for a reason. And that reason is that you're having sex in a plane. This has nothing to do with that. This is something different. That's right, at the hundred dollar tier, guess what Clark will do with you? You have, you have to buy the plane ticket. Well, that made him $50 donations over here. Jesus. Uh, rubbers. Oh, God. 
<laughs> oh no! In case any lawyers are listening, uh, that was a joke, and, and uh, nowhere in our Patreon <laughs> does it say that you get to have sex with Clark in an airplane. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to leave the ground. All I'm gonna say is donate one thousand dollars a month and see what happens. <laughs> Winky for two thousand, you for two thousand, it'll be someone that's not Clark. It's okay. I'll be like those, uh, I'll be like those Tinder girls from a couple years ago. Oh, send me five dollars and uh, see what happens. And guess what happens? You lose five dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. I lost five dollars. <laughs> this was an actual payout. You get to have me DM for you. And now, this isn't something I just give away, but uh, I would if I could, but I'm too broke. So, support our show, have me as DM, maybe Bobby will write a rap about you, maybe <laughs> Winston will draw a picture of you, maybe Tony I'll will send you mustache you. hairs, uh, send you mustache hairs, who knows? I'll, I'll, the world's your oyster. <laughs> I'll play Go you check out Fortnite. our Patreon. Yeah, Bobby will play with you in Fortnite, that's a fair thing. Hell, we could squat up in Fortnite. Oh yeah. Patreon us and we'll figure some shit yeah, out. Yeah. We can do cool stuff with you guys. Yeah. Alright, that's that's the end of this shout-out. <laughs> uh, this is the Legion of Renop. This is the usual Dungeon Master Clark. Uh, and uh, Bobby's uh, Bobby uh, send us off. Bye. <laughs> Flawless. Bobby once told me. Flawless. See you at the movies. Gold. Cinematic gold. Film of a lifetime. <laughs> Mixed reviews. Is that camera on? You see a few things. Now, I'm, I'm going to be frank with you boys. I wrote this down, but uh, uh, I don't have that piece of paper. It's at work. <laughs> <laughs> this skeleton so. will have to learn to improvise. <laughs> And, um, just a moment. I'm gonna let the fucking cat out. Hey, no. be nice to him. He's a cat. Oh, guys, I've had enough cat people for one day. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <it> is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can get bonus episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you can get background train noises. Welcome to the Train Mancer podcast. They're they're on the party train. That's all the guests. They're excited for the announcement. <laughs> Clark, would you be able to cut this and put it or put that at the end or something? Uh, it's probably so I can get a fresh <laughs>